Happy Mother's Day to your fucking self because you had to be that person when your own parents didn't show up for you in the way that you needed. But you're here, you know, and you're doing it and you're so fucking strong and you are so beautiful and you are such a good person and it takes a really special person to go through all that bullshit and to turn it into something beautiful. Welcome to Is It Worth It? The Self-Worth Podcast. My name is Roshni. I'm the founder of Self-Worth Coaching and the CEO of Betty Grew Up, a content creation and coaching platform. This podcast and my work are dedicated to helping you become your most empowered self and to remind you to detach your self-worth from your external life experience. This is powerful work and I am so grateful that you are joining me for another episode. To learn more, make sure that you head to the show notes below. And without further ado, let's hop into this incredible episode. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode. So I really got an intuitive call to do something different and my heart's kind of been up and down a little bit because Mother's Day is coming up and this is the first holiday or the first Mother's Day that I've been estranged from my family. And so even though every year is a little bit bittersweet, it feels like there was a lot in previous years that would get covered up or overlooked. Before, it felt like I was internalizing this experience for myself and like no one else understood me or could relate to what I was going through. And it felt like I had to bear the burden of hiding how I really felt. I had to prevent myself being honest and speaking up for what I want and what I need. And now that I have finally given myself permission to make those struggles that were previously invisible visible, I've made them tangible, something that can't just be ignored or overlooked. And that's made this entire holiday a completely new experience. So something that I was called to do when I woke up today was doing a tarot reading for Black Sheep. And I thought about doing this on TikTok because if you don't know, I do daily tarot readings on TikTok. Um, they're usually between one and three minutes. And so if you're interested in more tarot content or short form tarot readings, then definitely follow me on TikTok. But I knew that this was something that wasn't going to fit into three minutes. I knew I didn't want it to be just a short form reading that I rushed through. I really wanted to put a lot of energy into this because for us black sheep, there's so many holidays that are triggering and right now it's like every ad that I see, every place that I go, there's something about Mother's Day. I was driving by um, a church yesterday with my friends. One of the signs in front of a church, it was like a huge sign and it just said um, something about how you need to celebrate your mom because your mom was God's gift to you. And I literally said out loud, like, that's kind of a triggering sign. And people were agreeing with me in the car saying like, a lot of us have complicated relationships with our mothers and when you have a complicated or an abusive relationship with your mom driving by on a regular day and then hearing that that was god's gift to you it's like um okay like i'm traumatized from that and i have been struggling with that and i was made to feel inferior and honestly like a piece of shit my entire life and you're telling me that that was god's gift to me and obviously no shade to the people who have great moms like or the people who are great moms like if that's you then obviously this doesn't apply to you but this is a community of black sheep and you all know who you are and i know that a lot of you are validated by what I'm saying because you've experienced things that are similar and I feel like we've had to exist within the shadows for so long. We first existed in the shadows of our own family and now we're having to exist within the shadows of society and we never did anything wrong. Like we've all made mistakes but we also, especially as children, were the victims in that specific situation and so even if it's caused us to make mistakes or to do things that are not great later in life at some point we did start out as victims and that's something that 
I want to hold space for and I want to honor because when you're able to recognize that and accept that and then start healing from that or healing through that, you open yourself up to so many more possibilities. You open yourself up to experiencing things the way that other people do who didn't have the have this difficult start to life like you did right and that is really my goal and my passion here is to make you not feel like you're living in the shadows so that you realize wait I do deserve the good things and I can stand out in the light and I don't have to carry this burden of shame and guilt around with me everywhere I go because my parents didn't love me in a healthy way and when you are able to really love yourself through that, when you're able to parent yourself and mother yourself in a way that you didn't receive, you're healing those inner child wounds and you're healing those parts of your personality or there's coping mechanisms that you have as an adult that are still holding you back because of the difficulty that you've had. And also, before I start this reading, the last thing that I want to say is along with the difficulties that trauma leaves you, there is such a thing as growth and strength that comes from trauma. So in honor of all of us black sheep and in honor of, I'm going to start this tarot reading. Oh my gosh, I saw this at the bottom of the deck, but I hadn't shuffled yet, so I didn't say anything, and it was the Seven of Pentacles, and now the first card that flew out of the deck was the Seven of Pentacles. So um, obviously this card wants to be talked about, and it really is acknowledging how exhausting this relationship is and how much work you've put into it. I'm going to try and keep the shuffling sounds not too loud. Um... But if you can hear them in the background, hopefully they're not too distracting. Um, I'm also seeing the Five of Pentacles, which makes perfect sense. The Ten of Wands, the Four of Cups, the Page of Wands, and the Five of Swords. Oh my god. Okay, wow. So, I mean, this all makes perfect sense for a Black Sheep and for a Black Sheep reading, right? First of all, the Five of Pentacles really speaks about this feeling of being left out in the cold and this feeling of being isolated and also having a victim complex so maybe there was so much of you being the that actual victim as a child you weren't able to advocate for yourself and when you did no one listened or you actually were actively punished for advocating for yourself and that adds to the seven of pentacles where you just felt like existing and living life was such hard work like you never believed or never experienced life being easy because from the moment that you got here it has been incredibly difficult for you and now you're finally able to right that wrong but with that feeling of the isolation and being a victim in your childhood that has created this victim mentality and it's not to blame yourself or it's not to um i i've actually recently heard an interesting take that the entire concept of a victim mentality is rooted in you know supremacy and rooted in capitalism and so i'd like to learn more about that to be honest i'm not extremely knowledgeable on that yet but it is interesting that we could talk about whether the victim mentality is legitimate or not and this is a perfect time to bring that up because if you actually were a victim then you are just responding in a very normal way to your circumstances so instead of shaming yourself or saying why am I so weak or why am I so this way or I'm so annoying this is why no one likes me this is why no one wants to hang out with me instead of letting any of those thoughts really overtake you focus on the fact that there's a part of you that still needs compassion. There's a part of you that still needs to feel seen and needs to feel heard. And that part of you is the part that's still living out that idea of themselves as a victim. Instead of just thinking about it as maybe a victim mentality, we could think about it as more of like identifying with victimhood because that was your experience. You actually were the victim. So your identity was one of a victim. And as you are starting to build your own life and create your own path and 
whether that even means separating yourself with your parents or not, right? These could be very normal adult things that you're doing, like getting your own apartment or your own home and getting a job. And that gives you financial stability. So if that's more of your situation, I think just allowing yourself to step into that empowered role is something that's really helpful here. Because if you consistently see yourself as that victim, then you're not able to enjoy life as much, right? If you see yourself as a victim or as someone who people don't like or who people want to distance themselves from, then you potentially could be pushing away really amazing friendships or really amazing people who want to be a part of your life and actually see you as a whole person. And being seen that way can be very healing, right? So there comes a point where you should take care of yourself. You should listen to what that wounded inner child is saying. But at the same time, it's important to take those chances and take those risks that help you feel empowered. Now with the five of swords, we're seeing, you know, two fives, the five of pentacles and the five of swords. And the swords are specifically more about mindset, about um, maybe intelligence or intellect, the way that you think, the air element as well. So in this example, the five of swords is telling us that there's been such an internal battle when it comes to the way that we think. And we maybe have had to develop manipulative tendencies, or maybe we've just been manipulated so much or been gaslit so much that that seems like a normal way of interacting with others and I obviously don't mean like in an overt way where I'm calling you like a bad person I just mean when you are when you are around certain social situations it's easy to think that that's normal and obviously this isn't about you going to the extreme but it could be little things like feeling like you are owed something, like owed someone's time or um, that isn't your parent, right? Maybe you feel like you have to control your partner or control what goes on in a romantic relationship because you're afraid that if you can't control that, they're going to end up like how your parents were when they treated you, right? Maybe you feel like you can't really receive or be open and you have to be kind of harsh with a lot of things because you don't trust. You don't trust in the universe. You don't trust that things can be good. You don't trust that life can be easy like we mentioned in the first section, right? And then with this page of wands, I feel like this is really representing your new chapter. It's representing this part of you that is eager to learn and eager to grow into a new direction because you know this heaviness from your past. You understand it. You've been sitting with it for a while. And so while there's been all these things going on in the background that you are working through, there's still this part of you that feels mature, that feels ready for that next chapter, that feels like, because there's always a next chapter, right? So I'm, I'm not trying to say that you've been immature before and now you're starting your journey of maturity. Like you may have 20 years of living an incredible life past your parents under your belt. This is about that next chapter of you awakening to your passion, you awakening to how you should be treated, you awakening to your self-worth. That's really what I'm seeing. And with the desert in the background of the page of wands, with a lot of colors of orange, like we are getting that message of confidence, of self-worth, of not having other people or a community around you, but that almost makes you stronger. And so for a lot of people, maybe you have that community now, but you went through an extended period of isolation at some point in your life. And even though that was one of the hardest things that you've been through, it's actually something that has helped you become as confident as you really are now. And that is that backbone that's allowing you to branch out and to do things that you never expected yourself to do. It's also interesting that we're seeing the Ten of Wands, which is, you know, a man carrying a giant bundle of sticks and he's bent over and he's hunched and he's exhausted. And that's exactly what it feels like growing up in that black sheep experience, because there's so many 
emotional burdens, maybe even physical burdens that are placed on you that you are not ready for as a child. So whether it was your parents making you take care of your siblings or um, take care of the family financially, Maybe it was you having the emotional burden of care, you know, caring for your parents emotionally as they were going through a divorce or as they had, you know, constant toxic up and down drama with one another. Maybe you were placed in this position of everyone telling you you're so mature and you're so quiet and you're such a good kid and you're so put together, but really inside you're crumbling because you have all this pressure on you that you didn't ask for. And the only way that you don't get in trouble, the only way that you survive, the only way that you can look after your younger siblings is if you do any everything, if you put this burden on yourself. And so not only has this burden been placed on you, but you've actually internalized it because you don't know how to exist without all this weight on your shoulders. And that's why the page of wands is such a contrast to this 10 of wands because the page is sitting there. He has nothing on his back, not even a backpack, right? He just is holding this wand that's taller than he is and he's clad in these beautiful clothes and you can tell that he values himself right but he's not wearing the weight of other people's expectations he's not internalizing this burden he's actually free to himself and so i think freedom is actually a big part of this next chapter that you're walking into in your life you finding a way to be expansive and open up and reinvent yourself you can keep the parts of your past that have helped you that you love that you think are important and the parts of you that you feel like are just weighing you down you can start to let go of that in this chapter i also see the four of cups here in this um last card that came out with this first section and the message that i'm really getting here is definitely one of um maybe feeling stuck before, or maybe feeling like you had nothing to be grateful for. It kind of actually goes with that five of pentacles, not really just a victim mindset, but more of this feeling of dejectedness. I think that's the word, maybe a feeling of depression, a feeling of everyone else gets these things, but I don't. It's almost like you think that you're special, but in a negative way. Like you think that everything, or you used to think that you, the universe had to go out of its way to make your life as awful as it was. And so you truly believe that everyone else around you is living this magical experience and you're the one who's left out of it. Um, but it's also made you not receptive to opportunities that have come your way or to people that have come your way. It's kind of like I'm hearing the message like when someone says that you can trust them or you can depend on them, you don't let yourself even try or even attempt to because you know that your boundaries can easily be overlooked and it feels like when you don't have that backbone or when you didn't have that backbone yet, again, I'm kind of seeing the page of wands as what we're stepping into, right? So this four of cups kind of goes with the energy that you were heavily in before. But while you, you're, you're not even willing to give people a chance in a lot of ways. And that's okay. We all have gone through that period where we were shut off from everyone but that was a big part of your shadow that you had to investigate and explore and see okay do i not trust anyone what is my relationship to others can i have a sense of community can i have a chosen family like all of these questions and i'm hearing venus retrograde last year there was a pretty intense venus retrograde i cannot remember the time of year for the life of me but it brought up was it around August or September. I'm not 100% sure, but it was uh, the last half of 2021, I believe. And, me, and there were a lot of questions about what am I worth? What am I valuing? What is what are the people and the experiences in my life reflecting back to me? Are they reflecting my high self-worth back to me, right? And I'm kind of getting that a lot of these insecurities that you have about being alone were starting to surface at the time, which is really interesting because you've chosen to isolate yourself. You've chosen to 
shut down and not be receptive to even the kind and nice people in your life because that has always been scary and I don't blame you and you shouldn't blame yourself. Again, these are normal reactions to an abnormal situation. So none of this is to, you know, blame you or attack you or say you you could have controlled this, you could have made this easier. These are normal reactions to an abnormal situation. But one of the ways that this manifested for you was that feeling of shutting down. However, I'm asking spirit, like, where are we going from here? Where is the page of wands going? Where is this journey opening up? And it's interesting because the first couple cards we see are the three of pentacles and the six of swords. So with the three of pentacles, this speaks directly to collaboration and directly to, um, even having others work for you or others being almost a leader within your small group or your small community. I'm also hearing big siblings. So maybe you are the oldest sibling or the eldest sibling and you kind of have your little family that you're looking after, but you're allowing yourself to step up into that leadership position and be that person that you wish you had when you were younger. And thinking about the four of cups and everything I just said about not opening yourself up to, you know, people or to situations, the three of pentacles is the complete opposite, right? You're willingly stepping into that role. You're allowing yourself to be empowered in that way that doesn't make you feel bad or um, that doesn't make you feel like you are being a fraud. You actually are starting to feel very comfortable when it comes to stepping up to the plate. And it's because there's people or there's things around you that are motivating you enough to do that. With the Six of Swords as, as well, we see that you are the kind of person who will do anything and everything to keep yourself and your family safe. And by family, I mean your kids or your partner or your chosen family or your younger siblings like I just mentioned like you are that person who will go back for someone in a burning building you know what I mean and not everyone especially the kind of person who's been through what you've been through in your life turns out that way a lot of time people go the opposite way and they only look out for themselves their entire life and even when it comes to looking out for themselves they make pretty bad decisions and it's because everything that they experienced early in life taught them that they don't have good choices like that they are not worthy of good choices or of easy opportunities or of a simple life you know all these things have been teaching them their entire lives that they should expect complicated relationships they should expect people to bail on them and not be there for them I'm also seeing the hermit mode and this makes a lot of sense after seeing the six of swords. Um, I'm actually also seeing the emperor and I kind of want to talk about the emperor and the hermit at the same time because they're giving me a similar message of, you know, confirming that you are stepping into that leader, but also confirming that you are learning that balance between what you can control and what you can't. There might actually be a part of you that's still a little bit too rooted in wanting to control the people around you and wanting to control situations. Maybe you're like a super planner and you have every minute planned out or you have all of these things scheduled so that there is no room for surprises. And it's almost like one of the things that makes you the most angry or that makes you the most triggered is someone changing their plans on you. And it's also like if someone sends you like a color-coded schedule of something, even if it's like a vacation, like that is your love language. Like maybe you are like a Virgo or a Libra, um, but there's definitely this this balance for some of you and then this imbalance for others and obviously this is a collective reading so that's a little bit confusing but you know who you are you know that if you can't relax without things being controlled it might be that you are a little bit over controlling um and if you are the kind of person who was who maybe was that way or has been actively and consciously learning how to step back in certain ways and not control everything um then you know who you are, right? But this hermit card next to it, we're seeing that the six of swords and that period of transition, that period of you doing what it takes to take care of the people around you has brought you to this place of being very still with yourself and 
Some of you may have already been experiencing this. Others of you are resisting this. You do not want to be alone. You don't want to be where things are quiet. You want to be in loud spaces. I'm, I'm hearing rave. So I don't know if some of you have gone to festivals recently or some of you who are afraid of that quiet have been spending a lot of time partying. But if you have, then this is a call to start getting comfortable in small increments with being, you know, alone with yourself or yeah, start getting comfortable with being alone with yourself. Even if you have to start in little increments, it's going to be worth it because there's some things that I'm hearing like stuck intuition. So there's some things that your intuition has been trying to tell you and you just feel incredibly stuck. You feel like you, you can't even hear what you want. Maybe you've been at a place of trying to make a decision and you have no idea, but the answer is not going to come to you when you're surrounded by noise and bright lights and millions of other people, right? Like the answer is going to come to you in that still, calm, quiet way. And for a lot of people, they're like, well, is this my anxiety or is this my intuition? And your intuition will always be calm and will always be sure. Your anxiety will often say, well, I don't want this to happen, so maybe I can just do this and do that. And there's a lot of fear involved and there's a lot of fast pace. Like it feels like there is no patience and the decision has to be made now. And that's my biggest tip in telling your anxiety from your intuition. But it's something that you're working through being able to do, right? Um, we're also seeing the lover's card and the knight of wands. So I think it's so interesting that we saw the page of wands and now we're seeing a follow-up card, the Knight of Wands, really speaking about once you do step into this new phase, once you do go into hermit mode, you will be ready to take action and kind of blast off on your new journey. And right now, maybe things are feeling a little stagnant or a little slow, but it won't be like that forever. And where you're really headed is this amazing place where you feel impassioned and you feel like yourself and you feel authentic and you're not afraid of taking action. Again, going to what I said a little bit ago about you potentially being that person who's an overthinker or an overplanner. Maybe you wait for things to fall into place or maybe if you can't predict exactly how something will go, you decide to convince yourself not to do it. But the Knight of Wands has almost like an Aries-like energy where you want to just go for things. You want to have fun. You want to harness that creativity and that passion. You're not worried about making mistakes. It's honestly like the epitome of the growth mindset and optimism put together because the growth mindset doesn't care if you fail it doesn't care if you make mistakes because it knows that mistakes are still lessons and also you are improving step by step day by day and even if you fail at a bunch of things it could be a situation where you're ruling out those things from your future, right? So you are allowing yourself to harness this passion and this new direction and you're doing it without having to stop to think and overthink everything a million times. So if you are feeling doubtful of your journey or doubtful where things are headed, I really recommend just kind of leaning into that idea and keeping that in mind because that will help you stay so much more positive and focused through the dark moments of healing. Um, and then the final card that came out in that section as well was the lovers, which again, speaking to the emperor and that feeling of either balance or being over controlling, the lovers really does show that there is this balance between um, these energies of receptivity and abundance and also this energy of going out and, and taking action and getting something done and not being afraid to call on yourself or to rely on yourself and also not waiting around to be asked if you want to go do something like you're finally getting to that place where you don't have to wait for everyone else to do things it's kind of like before I actually have an example I used to have you know, large groups of friends, but obviously within that bigger group, there were always people who are a little bit closer or, you know, my, my two or my three, like closest friends. And if in the past, if, you know, those friends weren't coming to a certain event, or if I felt like they weren't around, I would almost isolate myself from the rest of the group. And it wasn't because I didn't like everyone else that had nothing to do with their personalities or how they treated me. I felt like I was being disloyal to my one friend or to my small group of friends, if I went to something or if I enjoyed myself or if I progressed, 
without them being there. And speaking about it and thinking about this lately, I realized that that's exactly how my parents would make me feel. If I did things without them that they didn't tell me to do or give me permission to do, it always felt like a punishment. It felt like I did something wrong. It felt like I betrayed them. And so I felt like in order to be a good friend, in order to be a loyal person, you have to act this way. You can't grow individually. You have to wait for permission. You have to ask others. And that's exactly why I created my three-month one-on-one coaching program. And that's exactly why I titled it, I'm Not Asking, because that feeling of waiting for someone else's permission, that feeling of not being able to be your own authority, to have that power over yourself, that is really debilitating. And that's something that a lot of us don't realize that we're holding on to that is actually really prohibiting us from living a bigger life and from making a lot of progress and from being independent. And for me, one of my biggest triggers is being dependent because I feel like this is true for a lot of black sheep. If you weren't able to be consistently dependent on one or both of your parents or on other family members, it really makes you triggered around that idea of having to depend on someone else because you feel those wounds of being not enough. When someone says that they're going to pick you up and they forget or they show up three hours late, or they make it clear in some other way that they have other identities or other priorities that are more important than you and what your needs are as a child, that sticks with you. That makes you feel like you are not enough. That is the only way to really harness and encapsulate that feeling of being left, of being isolated, of being abandoned. So coming back ultimately to this message of the lover's card, you're learning how to balance that feeling of depending on someone without feeling overly triggered. And it's so interesting. I just pulled um, another card from a different deck and this deck is a combined deck. So a lot of the cards are like two in one cards. And the, and the card that just came up for me is the queen of hearts or the queen of cups and the empress. And so what that signifies is that part of this new blossoming, part of this new place that you're stepping into is this feeling of being bigger than life. Like in my card that I'm looking at, first of all, these cards are all kind of oversized, which I love. But in this one specifically, the queen, she has this giant red hair and it's taking up the entire page. You can't see any sky behind her. There's no background. It's just her and her hair. And she's taking up so much space. And I absolutely love it because she is nurturing and she's loving and she has life growing and blossoming all around her but nothing around her is more important to her than herself like she's holding a I guess like a basket of fruits and flowers and there's flowers in her hair but she is still taking the center stage she's still the main person and so I'm also hearing mom so if you're a mom yourself don't feel afraid to take up space don't feel afraid to make things about you like the fact that moms have to just sink into the background especially as good moms who are healthy people the societal expectation for you to put everyone else first and do nothing for yourself is honestly patriarchal bullshit and if you're the one doing the most in the household then you deserve the most time off you deserve the most treats you deserve the most self-care you deserve the most money being spent on you in a lot of those ways right like you are keeping shit together so why shouldn't you be treated and like the fact that women have the double shift they work and then they raise their kids and then they you know clean the house and they do things for their husband who's like a man child like if you're in a similar kind of situation I just want you to know Take up all the fucking space that you can. Take up more than you can get. Don't stop asking for more. I mean, if you have to ask for space, that's already kind of a different conversation. But don't feel afraid taking it up. Don't feel afraid being the center of attention. There is nothing about you that says that you have to be demure or you have to be shy or you have to be beautiful, but you can't know it. Like, all of that is just 
bullshit. And all of that just makes it easier for you to be controlled. And that's not what we're about here. <laughs> um, but outside of that, if you're not a mom, the, this card is really saying don't be afraid to be big and be loud and be bold. And now we're also seeing the Two of Cups and this card is mixed with the Empress. So the Two of Cups has a lot to do with a reciprocal relationship with potentially a great equal love partner but even if it's not a love partner it could also be a friendship or somewhere in your life where you're being seen as an equal and it's seen in this like very loving balanced way and with the temperance card also this reminds us that there is a time for everything right there is a time and there is a place for your anger there is a time and there's a place for your resentment for the feelings of betrayal that you have for all the difficulties that you've gone through there is a time and place to connect or with that or to communicate that or to give it life and what i mean by that is that so many of us in our society overall does not give us the space to express our anger in a healthy way, right? People will say, what's wrong with you? What, like, can't you just chill out? Can't you do this? Can't you do that? And even if you have to process your anger alone in order for it to be healthy and then come back and have a conversation later that's more productive, that's still a time and place to manage and handle your anger. So the temperance card reminds us that even if there's parts of us that feel quote unquote ugly or that feel unacceptable or that feel like they have to be hidden away or suppressed in some way, just know that that's not true. And being a human and living this life is about the full breadth of experience. I'm trying to see what other information we have, some other follow-up information. I'm seeing the Six of Swords come out again, which is really interesting now that I'm using this other deck and I'm seeing the Chariot and the Eight of Pentacles. So I want to talk about this for a second because the Chariot and the Eight of Pentacles are both about moving forward and the Eight of Pentacles reminds us that even if it's slow and steady progress over time, that is still progress. This also kind of connects to the growth mindset that was coming from that Knight of Wands earlier. Like you are making progress, you're making baby steps and even if you feel like you're going backwards or you're getting triggered or you're stuck on something that you should be able to get over already, whatever those things are telling yourself just know that triggers only come up as they're ready to be healed and one singular event in life can trigger us in multiple ways there can be tiny things that trigger you there can be big things that trigger you and even your triggers are still helping you grow. They're still helping you move forward because they're signs to yourself about maybe what needs to be healed or what conversations need to be had or what part of you isn't feeling heard. And with the chariot, this is also a very powerful major arcana card about moving forward. And so that really kind of emphasizes that page of wands that we saw earlier that was telling us that you're stepping into this new chapter, right? And so the chariot is also telling us that along with us being motivated to step into this new chapter the universe and our spirit guides and our spirit team potentially even some of our wise well healed and well-intentioned ancestors are helping us move forward in a way that feels good in a way that is matching what we're ready for right they're not just going to throw you under the bus and give you a bunch of things that you can't handle um we're also seeing again the page of wands so that's interesting that that card also came up twice these energies are being really um underwritten and kind of almost like underlined um i'm also seeing the hermit again and then also the hermit card is combined with the nine of pentacles so the nine of pentacles is also about this generational wealth that you have that doesn't necessarily mean financial but it can represent the trauma cycles that you are breaking and the things that you are allowing yourself, the pain that you're allowing yourself to feel, the shadows that you're allowing yourself to meet, that is doing so much more work than you can even imagine. Because it's not just about you and it's not just for you. It's for your lineage. It's for the earth. It's for the people that are around you now. And it's for your ancestors as well, right? And for a lot of you, you may be like, well, I'm not going to have kids. I don't know if I personally want kids either. So it's not like I'm just thinking of kids when I'm thinking of healing or healing generational trauma, but I'm thinking of 
all the lives that I can impact in my time on earth. I'm thinking about my ancestors. I'm thinking about if I have nephews or nieces or nibblings or um, just other people in my life who can learn from me, right? Even outside of my coaching platform, even outside of what I do professionally, what are the people in my life, the people who are younger, the people who are older, what are they getting from me? What are we able to share? What's the impact that I'm having on the people around me? And by breaking those cycles, not only am I preventing myself from having an active negative impact on the people around me, but I could actually have a positive impact. I could actually make a difference. And that's what that hermit card is really reminding us to do when that nine of pentacles, it's saying you can do so much more than what you're giving yourself credit for and the times that this journey feels impossible and when it feels incredibly difficult and when it feels like it's not worth it just know that it's because this journey is not easy like you should start giving yourself some serious credit and really scaling out to look at how much of a difference you truly are making in your life and in the lives of others the final card that came out from this other deck is the star card mixed with the seven of pentacles so again that seven of pentacles was the first card that came out in this reading but also the star card is telling us that there's a divine purpose in this and there is an abundance in this and your life isn't over just because of the way that it started your life can start over at any time we are fluid beings even our brains are plastic right they have plasticity meaning that new pathways can be formed at any moment your brain can heal itself, it can rewire itself, as can your body, as can your emotions, as can your patience and your compassion towards yourself, as can your self-worth. That's why I am so, so passionate about doing this work and especially for doing this work for black sheep or for South Asian folks who struggle with similar things because we weren't given that chance for things to be easy, but it's never too late to start over and we all have that possibility and that's why I talk about this so frequently and with my full chest because we all deserve that and especially the people who didn't get everything handed to them or who weren't given a loving home we've had to fight so much harder for the things that other people were just born into and we deserve every chance that we can get and every opportunity that we can take to be able to reinvent ourselves to be able to give ourselves more stability right I'm now seeing the Page of Cups. I went back to the traditional tarot deck now, um, and I'm seeing the Page of Cups and the Five of Cups. So this is telling me that you might have to grieve. Maybe some of that grief has already been coming up and you're wondering like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling so down? What What's going on here? And what it's about is that it's that grief of what you didn't have, of what you didn't get to have, of what you don't get to give, of the experiences that were taken away from you, of the mother or the father or the people that were taken away from you, right? There is a lot of grief, even if all those people are still alive, even if you have a relationship with them. If you still are coming to terms with letting go of what you had, there's a lot of hope that we hold on to as all children and we hope that one day will be enough. We hope that one day things will change. And you're letting go of that hope and that hope is extremely painful. But with that page of cups, we're also seeing that this process of grief and this process of letting go of that hope is actually allowing you to dive into your subconscious. Your subconscious is actually bringing things up to the surface that you're finally ready to deal with because since you're not holding on to that hope, it's not heartbreaking to face these things. And by facing these things, you can actually clear a lot of them away and move forward with more of that page of wands confidence, right? With more of that ability to take action and not just overthink and not just stress and worry about everything that you didn't have because you're still holding on to this hope, right? Like even though letting go of false hope can be so painful and so difficult, at the end of the day, you're better off because you can focus on what actually is. And if your life isn't what you ultimately want it to be, you can finally start taking that action to get it there. I'm going to pull a couple last cards and the final last cards. Wow. 
I'm seeing the chariot again with this traditional deck, but I'm also seeing the sun and I'm seeing the hanged man. And with the sun, that is such a beautiful way to end this reading because this is saying that that childlike energy is still out there. It's still part of you. It's still in inside of you in this pure, innocent form. And by you having that, by you being able to experience that, it's bringing a sense of lightness into your life. There is so much clarity and ease in your future if you allow yourself to believe that and see it and work for it. And at a certain point, it's not going to feel like you're working for it anymore, right? And I feel like you're right on the edge of, I've been working so hard. I've been putting so much of myself into this. Where is it? Where is my happiness? Why can't I relax? And you're just stepping over that plate. And it's not like you're, you'll never have difficult days again, but a lot of that burden a lot of that ten of wands energy that you've been carrying around with you is slowly dissipating because of this consistent work and with the hanged man this is also telling me that you've been doing this work for a long time right and there comes a point where you become overly fixated on how can I fix myself? How can I be perfect? How can I be, again, enough? And you're getting to a place where you're realizing that I can't ever fix myself in a way that will be perfect. I can't fix myself enough to change this relationship with my parents. I can't give myself back a childhood that I didn't have, even though I can treat myself kindly today. And by realizing all of those things you realize where you can let go of control and where you can step into it and also a lot of this journey is truly telling you and showing you how much trust you're really able to have and I just looked at the timers I'm recording this and I just saw four 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 which is a number that I've been seeing a lot lately but um you're allowing yourself to take certain pressures off. You're almost handing things over to the universe and saying, you know what universe, you've had my back in the last few years. I think I can actually get to a place of trusting you now. But most importantly, I can trust myself because I've been through so much bullshit and I've made it out and I've actually gotten myself to a place of having a great life that I know I can trust myself enough to not make life more difficult than it needs to be and so that's that energy that you're walking into and your mind and your thoughts are starting to align with that you're hearing yourself think more things like that right it's easier to stand up for yourself and it's also easier to just not give a fuck it's easier to be a little bit more calm and you're letting go of a lot of that controlling nature because you're realizing that that trust in yourself is there and that's such a beautiful way to end this reading, thinking about that childlike innocence coming back and thinking about that strong sense of self-trust. These are foundational aspects that come pretty easily to someone who has been raised in a healthy household and who has had loving parents who, you know, really looked after them. But it's beautiful that even if it's taken you a little bit more time, you have more strength, you have more power, you have empathy, and you can relate to people in a way that a lot of people can't relate to or can't understand because you've lived through these experiences. And somewhere in there lies your superpower and lies these gifts that you have that you didn't even expect yourself to have. At the bottom of the deck, I'm about I'm cleaning up these cards and I flipped over uh, my deck so that I could put the cards back into it. And at the bottom of the deck, it's the death card. And so again, this is letting us know that we're in this cycle of rebirth. We're starting this new journey and we're able to get to a place where others were born into. And while it might seem like, oh, that's so unfair and this and that, it's actually beautiful because you got yourself there. You mothered yourself to get to that place. And I actually kind of like how this reading took us on a journey of how things have affected you and where you are because so much time and energy and focus is already placed on our toxic parents. It's already placed on the people who want everything to be about them. So having this entire reading not be about, you know, that toxic relationship or not just be about um, 
what your parents were like or what that energy was like, but instead where you are headed and where you currently are is also extremely healing and extremely validating because you don't have to put yourself in the background. Again, with that Empress card and taking up more space, this reading even put you front and center and so you're being asked to put yourself front and center as well so that is going to wrap up today's reading I don't want it to get too much longer but I feel like we had so many beautiful messages come through and I just want to say happy mother's day to your fucking self because you had to be that person when your own parents didn't show up for you in the way that you needed or your own family didn't and but you're here, you know, and you're doing it and you're so fucking strong and you are so beautiful and you are such a good person and it takes a really special person to go through all that bullshit and to turn it into something beautiful. So get yourself something nice, celebrate yourself, t tell yourself how much you love yourself, tell yourself why you want to celebrate yourself and it actually helps your mind when you are verbalizing and hearing yourself remind yourself of how much you need to be celebrated and honored and that can kind of help your body soak that energy in even more. So if you are going for a massage or you're going to treat yourself in some way, allow yourself to really embody and speak that out loud because you deserve it. And I just want to send you so much love and so much compassion for everything that you've been through. And then before this episode closes out, I want to let you know that I do have hour-long and 30-minute long live tarot readings. They're done over Zoom. You can ask as many questions. There's no limit on cards. Um, and you also get the recording to keep. So you can rewatch it or, you know, take notes the first time and then rewatch it again or just be present in the moment and then take notes when you watch it the second time. So I have those tarot reading services always available. And then I recently brought back my mini tarot readings, which are normally about 15 to 20 minutes, sometimes 10 to 15 minutes if you get a one card reading. And those are... Um, recorded in a voice note. I will email you the voice note so you can hang on to it. You don't have to set an appointment for it because it's just, you know, a reading that's done over email. And the price for those is $10 for a one card reading and $25 for a three card reading. So of course, with such a limited reading and limited cards, you can only ask one question, but they still have a lot of information and a lot of detail and a lot of helpful advice. I've only heard good things about the mini readings as well as my longer form readings. So just so you know, both are available at the link in my show notes. They're available to you anytime. Um, every month, these are consistent services that I'm now offering. So I just wanted to let you know that in case you wanted to book a reading, um, you can do that anytime. And otherwise, I'm sending you so much love. Thank you so much, as always, for joining me for another episode of Is It Worth It? If you've been enjoying this episode and think it would be helpful for others, please make sure that you rate and review the podcast. It really helps me so, so much in supporting the podcast and helping it reach new audiences. And if you are able to write a review and email me a screenshot at hello at betigrewup.com, you'll be able to receive 10% off of any of my single session services. So that includes single session self-worth coaching and single session tarot readings. All links to my other content, my services are all going to be in the show notes below. Thank you again so, so much. I deeply appreciate your listenership and I hope you have a beautiful day ahead.